0: Righto, as we head towards day nine of competition at Melbourne Park, the host of the first serve. And as I mentioned, our coverage continues again tonight uh, on SEN Fanatic and the SEN app. But we're talking about Alex Demonor last night. Brett Phillips is on the line. Morning, BP.
1: Daddy, good morning.
0: Your take on on the Demon. I mean, it, it was always going to be hard against Andre Rublev. As much as we get wound up in Alex Demonor's position in world tennis and what, he can got, what he's got and what he can offer... This, guy, this guy's a tricky customer, and he showed that last night.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Rublev's been an established top ten player for quite some time. He's been nine times a quarter-finalist. He's won more titles on the tour. So, yeah, it's a step up once you get to this stage. And, look, uh, there was going to be lots of momentum shifts last night. Uh, you know, Alex has done and bridged the gap, really, to those players like Rublev inside the top ten. And that showed uh, for... Uh, a good chunk of the match. I mean, there was some intoxicating uh, rallies. We knew that, you know, Demon was going to, you know, cover the ground and just make uh, Andre Rublev play a lot of balls. And, you know, as the match kept going on, Andre, the uh, way well, he gets out of trouble and just hits the ball hard. Uh, so, you know, look at those uh, sets two and three. Wins the tiebreak, Alex. And I've got to say, you know, sitting in the box last night, just up close and personal that we are, you really felt that he had some genuine spring in his step, momentum. He was winning the crucial points. Had the crowd in his corner, and then it got snuffed out really quickly by Rublev, jumps out to three, love, in the fourth, and had a chance to get it back to three all with an early break, and then it got to four, two. That gets away, but as Demonor said in his own words, he thought, OK, well, let's reset. I've got the energy. Uh, I reckon I can outlast him physically in the fifth set, and, and Rublev, boy, oh, boy, just swung for the heavens. So he, and <laughs> He just uh, was painting the, the, the corners, and... You know, he sort of kept check of his emotions. And in the end, if you're sort of peeling it back in a game of small margins, yeah, the, the serve certainly let Or down, which we haven't seen throughout the summer. It's been a box that he's been able to tick, but, you know, regularly he was giving Rublev looks at second serves last night. And this guy, if um, he gets it into the hitting zone, it's not coming back with a lot of interest. So the serve is still the area that he has got to take care of. Uh, the rest of the match... Yeah, I mean, he played a pretty good level, David. Or he played just a couple of bad points here and there that, you know, gave his opponent a break and all of a sudden you're playing catch-up and and that's really hard against these
0: guys. And what about the other part of the game too, BP, about Alex and the way that he handles the fact that he's, you know, the the great hope at the Australian Open? We speak about it often, don't we, mate, about the pressure on our local players. But this guy's a a world-class performer. He's a top 10 player in the world now. So it looked as though... That didn't weigh heavily on him at all throughout this tournament, which which is pretty extraordinary when you think about it.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. I mean, he's just you know in his own bubble and world, and he's got an inner confidence um, that he can you know certainly compete uh, pretty high up in the men's game, and that confidence has grown over the last twelve months with the caliber of players that he's beaten. Some people maybe thought he wouldn't be top ten, so now uh, now that he's taken that step and had an encouraging summer, but he's still only 24, so he's not really (laughs) in the absolute peak period of his career. Uh, And the the good thing that people can take some hope away from last night is that each year this guy has got a bit better. So he, he works as hard as anyone to go away and just fix up all the little areas. And there are many little areas of his game. I mean, he's not the biggest serve. He's not hitting the biggest forehand. Um, but, gee, he's a nightmare to play. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, looking at Rublev, he was spent last night to the point where we thought, gee, physically he's feeling it. We think that, you know, Demon can outlast him here. But then Rublev, as these good players do, to just find something within to push through uh, all of that. So, yeah, I think more incremental growth, you know, should seem this year hopefully, consolidate somewhere between, you know, maybe seven or eight to ten in the rankings. That would be the next step to take.
0: Okay, so we've got Azarenka, uh, Medvedev, Carlos Alcaraz all featuring on centre court day nine today. We've got Aussies in action. Round two of the mixed doubles, uh, Ebden and Storm Hunter up against Jamie Forlis and Andrew Harris. So there's plenty for us to keep our teeth into for this second week. And, of course, then we look at Novak Djokovic. After yesterday, I mean, he must have had the feet up at the hotel and just sitting back watching telly at the, at the nice old hour of the way that he just motored through Manorino.
1: You know, it's been amazing in this first week when you're just talking to various people. Obviously, uh, rightly so, seeing the praise of of Yannick Sinner. He's had a great tournament. He's the fourth seed. He's had a a great rise to the top four in the last six months. Oh, Sinner's the favourite for the tournament. And I think they've conveniently uh, uh, forgot that there's a 10-time champion at 36 still in the draw. And whilst uh, Djokovic will go through a fortnight and... You know, occasionally look a bit shaky. Uh, he might have a little bit of illness or he might have a niggle here or there. I mean, this guy just knows how to win big tennis matches and set the, set the standard. And, you know, he's still the absolute man to catch by some margin. Uh, so yesterday, Manorino, who had a great tournament, I mean, playing his best tennis at 35, but he plays so differently, this guy as we know with his abbreviated swings, and he takes the pace off. He only, uh, I think his racket tension's about you know 10 kilos, so it's like a trampoline <laughs> effect uh, with the balls bouncing off. But he has a chance to break Djokovic in the first game of the match, and the underdog uh, tag, you know, the crowd would have got behind him, and Djokovic manages to get out of that and then get to two love uh, with a break of serve. And in the first 20 minutes, you're thinking, boy, oh, boy, is this how it's going to play out? And you're behind the eight ball, so... Mm. Yeah, he's the man to catch, and, and Taylor Prince has obviously never beaten him in eight attempts uh, when they do meet in the quarters tomorrow. So, yeah, the head-to-head is uh, so superior for Djokovic, against
0: anyone. All right, looks like you're in for a comfy day weather-wise, mate. 17 at the moment and a maximum of 20 around Melbourne. A bit of overcast from what I can see on Nine's coverage. So, have a good day. round nine, uh, Day nine and round four continues, and we'll catch you uh, throughout the week. And, of course, you'll be on the SEN Fanatic and SEN app tonight. Good on you, BP.
1: Thank you, Matt. Pleasure.
0: Brett Phillips there. Yeah, make sure you stay tuned this evening for all the action from uh, SEN's coverage as we get deep into the second week and we start to really pick through the the contenders on both sides, obviously, and the Aussies in action today, mixed doubles in particular. Final score from the NFL divisional round match between the Lions and the Buccaneers. So 31-23 is how it finished. So the Bucs scored late in that one, and the Lions will play the 49ers. So all that's left now is our next game starting in, what, nine minutes? And we'll get the Bills v Chiefs. Winner of that to take on the Ravens, and then we will have our Super Bowl contenders after the Ravens play either the Bills and Chiefs and the 49ers will play the Lions this time next week. one 1170 is my open line number as predicted The Cricket Australia slash Australia Day scenario has got you talking. I'm happy to take all thoughts on this one. Um, Right, wrong, whatever you think, because we've got a lot of thoughts and a lot of passion around this. So let's open it up to you. I'm happy to go head to head, whatever you want to do. I've got my opinion on it and I've shared that. Um, Happy to explain that, whatever you think. But 1300-01-1170 is my open line number.